Blog Talk Radio. Turn back around 
help the next one in line. Always stay humble and kind. And welcome, everybody. We are live here on Journey into the Light Spiritual Radio. Um, also live um, here on the show. And um, <laughs> and hello, everybody out there. We, Carolyn, we are looking at me. <laughs> what? We're looking at you? Is that what you mean? <laughs> What a beautiful song to start off the show, and if there's any a song that typifies who I am, that would be it. Um, I, you know, as I was saying just a minute ago, um, you know, none of us are perfect. We've all come short of the glory, as the, as the uh, old book says, uh, except for the man upstairs, right? Um, but I definitely try to be humble and kind and... Um, you know, I'm thinking of a a song to start off. Uh, it's hard to say like my first show because, you know, I've been doing, um, gosh, 10 years, over 5,000 shows. And I've done, um, I've done my own shows before. This is not the first um, by any means. But, um, you know, uh, and I wanted to explain... Uh, a little bit about uh, what we're going to be doing on these shows and, and what um, made me um, do this tonight. Um, and because um, it was several things, uh, many things. And, you know, Spirit has been guiding me all 10 years on this mission of my radio show, of helping you guys, the listener, the caller. Um, and then, as you know, in the past year, God has been also working with me, through me, to help with the homeless mission. And that's another thing I've always wanted to do. And, uh, you know, and so everything has been developing, as you probably have. If you really have watched this show and watched what I've been doing, especially this past year, you can see it's a, it's a work in progress, right? You can see me adjusting. You can see um, me trying to make it all work, you know, as best, as efficient, and reach as many people as possible, right? And um, so there's there's so many parts of me. Um, I have such a huge heart, um, It's and it's sometimes just comes jumping out. I, I want to help everybody, but I know whenever I'm, like, doing and hosting a show, I'm I'm in like five different places at once. And when you guys call in, I can't always, you know, add extra um, commentary or help, you know, as far as talk to you on the phone as much as I would like, or should I say as much as I used to before the homeless mission um, came aboard. And that's extremely important um, too. Um, you guys, most of you guys, well, anybody who's listening to the show knows about that. And um, so, uh, but last night we had a caller who called into the show at the very end. 
And she happened to find the show through Facebook Live. That's one reason I do the outreach program on Facebook Live, which I'm on right now. And you're more than welcome to join me on that as well. And a, a young lady called in whose father just passed away a couple of months ago. And she spoke to the three on the round table and the three uh, ladies who did the readings were just outstanding last night and they helped her tremendously. Um, and I too wanted to help her. And at the last, you know, I wanted to, um, when everybody was done, I wanted to speak with her also as far as what was coming to me and, and and when I say, um, you know, and this I'm kind of blend this all together if I can. Um, so, you know, I've always said on this show that you know we are all intuitive, we are all psychic, and you and most all the guests who come on uh, affirm that, right? Okay, we, we all have that gift. It's just tuning it in, you know, being open to spirit to tune that that um part of of that that's in us uh in so that we can connect and 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 to to bring in the the message and and I've always been able to do that here in this past 10 years I haven't opened myself up fully on the show but I have uh have sometimes if I do open myself up um it is unbelievable the amount of information that I can get, you know, I remember once this is, may not sound significant because it's a, it's a ball game, but it talks, it shows the connection to spirit. And I remember when my kids were younger and we were going to my son's football game and I was sitting there in the stands with my daughter and I was telling her each play that was going to happen. And I would say, that guy is going to fumble it. And I even said, this guy after this, he's going to get hurt and he's going to have to go out. And it just kept happening over and over to the point where my daughter said, dad, quit it. You're ruining the fun of this game. And I, I just, you know, and so, but so the more that, that I know, then, you know, spirit comes in with, with um with a message um of you know that I see real clearly of what's to come okay so that's my intuitive part so what i'm getting at is when you call in today tonight you know on any issue let me know what's going on in your life okay um, and then I can tell you what I am getting. But furthermore, now, this is the part going back to last night. I want to help the callers as far as life coaching, because that is a really big part of getting help. And that's what happened last night with the caller, the last caller who lost her dad. And, you know, and I was telling her how, um, and, and, and like a lot of people, they want to know, are their loved ones okay? Are they still hurting? Because a lot of people, when we die, you know, we're not in the best situations, right? Many of uh, many people who die, you know, are in hospitals. You know, they, they have all kinds of tubes in them. Um, you know, it's just 
or a horrible car crash. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, when we pass, generally, you know, a lot of times it's not peacefully in our sleep. So we wonder, are our loved ones all right? And, um, and, and, you know, my story with my parents dying, you know, when I, my dad died when I was just 13, you know, that's uh, 40 years ago. And my mom died when in, in next to me in the car when I was just 16. And I don't know if you know those stories or not. If you, uh, later on, I'm, I might share those stories with you, but if we have time. But um, what I have learned, what has helped me to you know, go on with my life and what I was sharing with the caller last night with loss. Um, and as I was, um, you know, have learned through these 10 years, you know, 5,000 shows, speaking to so many different guests on and off air, reading so many books, going to so many, uh, you know, workshops and so forth. Um, you know, and when I told the caller last night, which is so true with our loved ones, if we wonder how are they doing, right? That's a good question. Um, and uh, and what helped me was, you know, is um, reading and and as many near death uh, books as I could get my hands on. That's what helped me many years ago. I couldn't get enough near death books. Of people that actually physically died and they went over to the other side and what did you see? What did you see? And that was so important to me to find out and to collect the stories and kind of, you know, mesh them together and see what the, what they, you know, found. And like I told the caller last night, I said, you know, I'll, I'll tell you one story and this should illustrate um, what it is like on the other side, because, you know, there's nothing that will help you, I don't think, about how your, your you know, loved one is doing than knowing what the other side is like. And one guy was in and he had a surgery and um, it was nothing serious, but they had complications and he died on the operating table. He left his body and he went into another room at the hospital. In this other room, through the glass, he could see the doctor speak to his wife. And his wife was so upset that she fell down to the ground sobbing. And this, course, broke this guy's heart. And he was trying to bang through this window, glass window, and say, and he was screaming as loud as he could. But, of course, she couldn't hear him. But he was saying, as he recounted when he came back, he was saying, I was yelling to her, don't be sad for me. I am happier than ever. I feel so loved more than ever. And and it just and, – and he so wanted his wife to be as happy as he was because he knew – because being on the other side, having – knowledge that soon they would be back together but he wanted her to be happy that means all of us and to fulfill what we have left to do on this earth you know the reason we're still here is because not because you know 
God or, you know, or, you know, forgot to pull us back, you know, to go back home, you know, like, Hey, I'm down here. <laughs> no, there is a reason we're here. There is something for us to fulfill something for us to complete. And, you know, do I miss my dad? Hell yes. I miss my dad. I miss him just like it was yesterday, but you know, um, and there's times that I think about him and sit and, and, you know, I still tear up for my parents, but I, it doesn't affect me to my day to day living because I know my dad and my mom are happier than ever. And they are, feel the love more than ever, more than ever. I remember a story from a lady who was giving birth to twins. She so wanted, this was their first kids, just like we, me and my wife had twins. And I remember looking forward to that. She gave birth to twins and during childbirth, she died. And during that time when she was on the other side, she so did not want to come back. She so didn't want to come back because of how good, how much she was loved and how happy she was. But she was told it wasn't her time and she had to go back. But just think about that for a minute. As much as you would anticipate and love your, your you know, having the birth of your kids you know, if you told me that, I would never want to leave them, Nick and Holly, never. But to actually be in a place that you didn't want to come back from, that has got to be a an, an amazing, um, <laughs> an amazing place, right? So when we think, is our loved ones okay who have passed? Think about those stories. People who have died, they've been over there, okay, right? And I'm not talking about a couple, talking about millions. And how did they experience their time on the other side? And Billy Graham, you know, one of the biggest evangelists, um, said himself that he believes in near-death studies, that it's a gift from God that we are now able to have the technology, the medicine, you know, the machines to actually bring people back from death more than ever. And, you know, and there's millions of books written on it. And uh, so, um, so, you know, that is, you know, that was what, you know, I was telling the caller and that's why, you know, I knew it was time to get serious about doing um, some of my own shows. Am I um, stopping my other shows? No. You know, my other guests will still be here and so forth, uh, but um, I'm going to be doing some more of the Michael Long shows. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, so I'm taking calls on folks on any issue. Okay. So call in like you normally do. Press the one on your phone, any issues that, you know, is going on in your life. It could be a loss of a loved one. It can be depression, it, you know, um, you know, all those, you know, relationship um, that, you know, is happening in your life. 
Um, you know, I've been married 30 years. I know a little bit about relationships, I think. Um, and I love, you know, relationship questions I always have on this show. Um, and thank you for all the kind words. Um, you guys in the chat room here, I, I've been talking so much. I, <laughs> you can, can you feel my passion? <laughs> so, uh so that's uh you know why i I feel this and why I um wanted to to do this. Thank you, Dora, and there's people in the chat room says, Michael, you're a good soul, I love you, brother. I love you too, Dora, and um, I think I put the phone number in there. I'll put the phone number again, Kathleen, thank you so much all, all these people I know and are so sweet um there's the phone number to call in, 347-884-8245. John Crowley, he'll be on tomorrow night. John's great, great soul himself. Um, let me just, I want to just, I don't want to leave anybody behind. Then we're going to go to the phone lines here. Um, yes, Dora, I got your message earlier. I think tomorrow in the mail is my answer. Uh, we'll be here. Um so Okay, and Carolyn, can you call in? Love to speak with you. Carolyn in the chat room. Um so yeah, um since this is a radio show, you know, if folks can call in would be the best. 347-884-8245. Press the one on your phone to come aboard, and when you come aboard, um, go ahead and, uh, you know, let me know what's going on. Give me a little bit of background, please, and I'd be more than happy to talk to you on any issue tonight. And let's don't forget about the homeless mission, folks. Um, please, if you can, make a donation to Love in Action through the um, GoFundMe page or PayPal um and um so and lastly someone asked me a couple people asked me earlier if they could do private sessions with me yes i'd be happy to set those up with you um a lot of people uh you know if you don't if you need more time or you want to speak about something privately how best to contact me just send me a message through paypal i'm not through uh facebook would be fine okay all right, so there we go there. Um, okay, I think I got all the questions in the chat answered. So let's go to the phone lines here. And um, a lot of you guys called in. So if you do want to um, speak to me, make sure you press the one on the phone, on your phone to come aboard, okay, so that I can uh, know that you're there. All righty? All right, so... Um, Okay, let's get it started here. Area code 919, you're up first. Welcome. Thanks for calling in. And uh, can we get your first name and where you're calling from? Yes, my name is Yvette. I'm calling from North Carolina. Well, hello, Yvette. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. What's going on with you? Oh, not much. I was just interested in maybe getting a reading regarding finances. 
Okay. Well, as I was saying uh, about a minute ago or two, uh, can you let me know what's going on um, in your life right now? Well, just in that area. Just kind of, uh-huh. just, yeah, just a lot of debt. Just trying to get an idea how much, how long it's going to take before we can actually finish paying everything off. I'm hoping it's okay. not going to be too long, but. Okay. Um, let me ask you a few questions, if you don't mind, uh, so that you yeah. um, get the uh, message correct and, and help you a little bit, too. Um, are you, do you currently have a job? Are you working income good? or? Yes, yes, I have a job, yes. Okay, yes. income it's levels are good? It's a lot of debt, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, so you're able to make payments on it, but it's just slow going yeah. is that right okay yeah very much uh, so. okay well that's what i'm getting to uh so um and okay so you know i'm i'm kind of getting that um are you looking for other options other ways to bring in more more funding yes mhm Okay. Um, so what, what I'm getting is um, is that one of those options here, um, I'm not seeing anything immediate, but something down the road, uh, maybe six months, a year, something like that. Time is really hard to 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 get on a, on a reading, but mm-hmm. something down the road, uh, not too far. Um, but the main thing is, is is keep searching. You know, don't let up. Keep looking at all different avenues. But I do see something coming up, and you know, as far as to help you. But the key thing is, is you know, don't give up. Keep you know looking at all different avenues, all different possibilities for extra income. Um, and have you looked okay. at consolidations and stuff like that? You've already done yeah, that. Yeah, just just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not 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 good there. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had that feeling. Um, so, okay. So you've done. Yeah. So you. Yeah. So you've done all that work. So, um, yeah. So yeah. So the answer to you is yes. I do see something coming down the road, not immediate, but you know. And the key thing is keep working at it. Keep searching all the different possibilities. Uh, you got use of the internet, so you know really use it. To, you know your full ability and um so yeah i do see you know uh maybe six months something like that uh you know things getting better for you okay okay well thank you so okay. much i appreciate okay. it okay <laughs> no problem Bye. Have a take good care day. okay you too bye-bye all righty um you know that's the that's the key thing is you know don't give up. Don't give up on your dreams. You know, it, it may seem like, you know, things are hard right now, wherever you're doing, you know, this goes out to everybody, but you know, if you don't give up, if you keep pushing at it, you know, and it may not, it may seem like, man, this is never going to change, you know, but you, you'll be surprised. Nothing, nothing is forever, you know? Nothing is forever. Even as bleak as times can seem, if you keep pushing, keep your head up, things will change. I've been through some of the darkest times. I mean, my goodness, uh, 2008, we, my family, we lost everything because of the financial collapse 
that millions, you know, we lost our home, we lost vehicles, um, we had to move. And then if things weren't bad enough, four years later, our house gets hit, I kid you not, by an F5 tornado here in Oklahoma. And we have to move again. Um, but you keep pushing, you keep telling yourself, you know, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. You know, there's reasonings for everything, right? All right. Hello, Crystal. How you doing? Okay, the number to call on in, 347-884-8245. I am taking your calls tonight on any topic, okay? So any topic, of course, you know, relationships, loss of a loved one. I mean, we're going to blend in intuitive reading plus life coaching together to help you. And that's what it's all about here on the show. Tomorrow, I do have a long, uh, a big day for you. We're going to do about six hours tomorrow radio. Thursday is a big day for our homeless mission. It's the day before I go out and help the homeless on my days off, which is Friday and Saturday. But we could start tonight by making a donation. If you make a donation tonight, you'll be the next person up. Um, we'll give you extra time. But the main thing is you're helping someone in need, you know, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Please share out this program. And let's go to our next call, area code 209. You're on the air with me, Michael Long, and can we get your first name, where you're calling from? Carolyn, California. Hey, Caroline, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Well, great, great. Um, so what's on your mind? Okay. I've worked very hard to where I've gotten through a lot of obstacles. Mm-hmm. My mind and my heart and my soul is completely positive. But I feel like there is somebody, somewhere, somehow, that's trying to pull me down. Do you have any advice? Okay. Yeah, I've got a lot to say to you on that. Uh, I'm glad you called tonight. Um, okay, so first off, why do you think someone is trying to do, – do you know of something or someone that's making you think this? Um. The people that are in charge of where I live. And uh-huh. also they have connections in with where I work. And it's like um, they keep kicking me down and I keep getting back up. I'm not letting them kick me down. Great. Great. Okay. Uh, and are, are they doing anything illegal? No. Can you get any help okay no okay yeah okay i didn't quite think so but wanted to check um okay so the people where you live uh, is there any options for moving at all just get out of there i'm not financially not yet okay this is I don't know if complex I should work. yeah uh-huh. i didn't know if i should work through this or move ahead. Or move out, you mean? Is that what right. you're saying? Yeah. Right. And how long has this been going on? Quite a while? About a year. Yeah. Yeah. I, my 
what I'm getting and also, you know, my suggestion to you, advice to you is to get out because they're very bitter people and yes. there ain't no changing people. They, you know, yes. there ain't no changing people. Even your, you know, your relatives, your close friends, there ain't, it just, everybody has free will and we have to, we have to accept that. And even when people do us wrong and that happens and it's happening to you, and I'm really sorry to hear that, but for, to help yourself out, just, you know, shake, you know, shake that place loose and, you know, and, you know, kiss them goodbye. And so they're not no longer in your orbit, you know, um, I, they, they're not going to change. So no sense of, you know, beating your head against the wall and making your life so miserable. And, um, so yeah, I, they're not going to change. And, you know, I would definitely suggest strongly to get out and, you know, uh, there's no reason to, uh, you know, to be under that kind of negativity, um, right. When you can just get out and go, they, they are not going to change. There's no way. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I didn't know if it was me thinking it was something or it was something. No, it's, it's something. No, they're, they're okay. doing stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, some people can just be, you know, just, you know, just evil, oh. just mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it, uh, <laughs> I definitely come across those kind of people, you know, even in the spiritual field. It's hard, you know, you'd probably be shocked to hear that, but it's true. Um, but so you just got to kiss them goodbye and move on. And that's the best thing you can do. All right. So, Okay. Well, hope that helps, thank and you. let me know how thank things go, okay? Me. Sure. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, no problem. Take Bye-bye. care. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing, you know. Um, we can want to change people, you know, but there ain't no – everybody has free will, and, you know, there's nothing we can do about it, and that's that's good because, you know, we want our free will, right? You know, we – and so, but if, if someone is, is doing something negative in, in any, and that's a great call because that happens to all of us from time to time, right? And if we're working with someone or, you know, if someone's working with me on the show and they're just, you know, negative all the time, I just tell them, hey, you know, it's best, you know, you go somewhere else. And I, I just, it's just life's too short you you know shake the trees you know like greg king says you know i wish you well but not where i'm at <laughs> you know he has a great way who's on tomorrow greg is uh of putting it you know um but yeah all right well um taking your calls tonight 347-884-8245 Press the one on your phone to come aboard. And um, alrighty, and we're going right through the calls here, so that's great. We have room for you. Um, and if you do um, have a, you know a question, uh, call in. Press the one on your phone here, and uh, we still got time here. 
um, to take your call. Let's go to our next call then, area code 724. Welcome to the show. Can we get your first name and where you're calling from? Hi, Nicole, and I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Hello, Nicole. How you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you tonight, Mike? Doing good. Nice to hear your voice. So what's going on? Um, you talked on the show a little bit about losing your parents. Mm-hmm. I lost my grandma almost three years ago. It has not gotten easier. Since my grandma died, I've lost five more family members that were super wow. close. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the other ones, there was a reason that, you know, we had – you know, there was a cause of why they died. My grandma, we never got an answer to what happened. How, like, I just, what can you do to get through every day? Because I think that's the main struggle. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's that's really, really hard. Um, and what I would tell you, Nicole, the best way, you know, when – you know, when my dad died, um, and I was only 13, and it was a shock. It would just happened overnight. And then I told my younger sister that no way would God let my our mom die because we have to have one parent, right? Well, at, at 16, a junior in high school, my mom dies, you know, and thinking, oh, my goodness. Um, you know, how do you get through that? You know, you graduate high school. You don't even have parents. Um, But, you know, I look back at that and I look at how did I get through that so well? I could have had all these problems, but I didn't. And and really, I did it by keeping myself busy by I went on to college and that kept me busy. Thank God. Um, And so I I, not you know, so that's what I would say to you is keep yourself busy, um, you know, with things and also have that reassurance and knowing, and maybe you need to read some, you know, a bunch of near-death books like I did to know that, you know, all your loved ones are, you know, are gone because that was their time that we they picked when they came here, but they're doing better than ever, and they so want you to fulfill your life and not be bothered by it because you have a mission here, um, and when it's your time, you will go also just like we all will, but right now it's not your time that you just, you know, we all have several, um, as, as Michelle White Dove says, outs that we have in our contract that we can go, you know, and, that's, and, and you haven't hit one yet of those outs. And so, so just, just know that they're great. I mean, they, they couldn't be better than ever. I mean, they couldn't be doing any better. So there's no sense of me um, you know, worrying about my parents, I don't worry about them at all. Do I miss them from time to time? Yes, but I tell you, when I miss them the most is when things get really slow and still. Um, so, you know, and I, and I know this is a lot, of, and this is really recent for you, but that would be my advice to you is to, you know, uh, is to keep busy, uh, keep busy, and knowing that, you know, and read a bunch of near death books. I think you'll get a lot out of it, you, you know, you'll, you'll have a better feel of where your loved ones are more than me just saying this. Um, it, it really helped me it's more than I can say really. Um, and, and, you know, going to some psychics is mediums is good, you know, some really good ones. Um, but I definitely wouldn't say, you know, gets, 
you know, to get stuck on them like some people do where they're constantly. But read those near-death books, but, you know, so, uh, I don't know. Does that help at all? I mean, I thought about going, like, I thought Uh about talking to a medium about it, but I'm always afraid that they're going to tell me that there was something that we could have done to avoid her passing. And then here I am, I was sitting at home while she was, you know, laying down, not feeling well, when I could have been there with her, but I chose to be yeah. at home with my kids, did I do something wrong? That's yeah. what I'm afraid to <clears throat> Yeah, right. Okay, that's a great question. Because number one is you never know. when You, you know, I, I'd be glad off air to give you a list of a couple of mediums that I can guarantee you that kind of stuff wouldn't happen. Because, yeah, it can happen. You know, you can speak to a, a medium who, you know, and I've heard, you know, stories where they're just so upset that person um, you know, like, like one person who, um, lost her daughter or my first year when I started the show, lost her daughter who was like 20 and some medium told her that, um, the noise that she was hearing in her daughter's room wasn't her daughter. It was actually demons and she had to have her room exercised and the lady just went crazy, just, you know, uh, it took so long to calm her down. So sometimes you don't know. So it's great to get. Um, you know, advice uh, for where to go. But secondly, is your question on that? I thought the same thing for a moment about my grandma, who was like my mom. She died a few years ago at 93. Um, should I have been there to to help her? And and like you were saying, um, you know, you could have been there, maybe prevent it. But no, no one, everybody, no one dies on accident. We all die on the time, you know the agreed, you know, out that we set up before, you know, our life contract before we um, came here. So, so no, the answer is no, you know, and don't let anybody make you feel that way. That was her time to go, no doubt about it. And, and, and here's the thing is, you know, uh, you know, like there's a, there's a, there's a guy who family who calls the show and they're so torn up because their son passed away through an accident and they so he so blames himself but it was this young boy's time to go you know and we all um a lot of us are going to pass in in kind of not so good of uh situations kind of ugly situations you know um you know like in new york like yesterday you know because Dying a lot of times is not pretty, you know, it's not going to be, you know, in your bed sleeping. And so, but anyway, getting back to your question, no, don't let anybody make you feel that way. You didn't do anything wrong. It was her time to go. And, you know, you were the right place and she would want you to be with your kids. So, you know, and I know you, and I know you work hard and you work hard for your family. So, um, you know, your family members are real proud of you. I know that. I'm getting that feeling for sure already. So, you know, they're you. proud of you, and they want you to continue to, to uh, take care of your family, you know, what you're doing. So that's what they want you to do. So. Well, thank you. That that meant a lot, and it was nice to hear from somebody else because I blame myself almost every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's too bad. You need to 
you need to stop that because um, you know she that's that's one thing she's definitely you know wanting you to know and not wanting you to think that I mean that's something that you know gets her upset and uh, not upset in that way but don't want you to you know to think that because you know she is happier than ever you know that's the thing with our loved ones all of them when they're past when they go over to the other side just barely cross over they feel that light of love god's love and it's more than you know anybody how they've ever felt so i mean just picture her smiling down you know with rays around her she feels awesome and she's watching you take a, you know care of your kids and and she's happy and you're doing that and that you're strong at doing that and um so so yeah you're you're doing the right thing you're doing the right thing okay. thank you i appreciate it oh, no problem nicole no problem so anytime okay you you All right. you're a great mom you. great you're doing a great job thank you Okay. Take care, Nicole. Okay. Much blessings. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, You know, and that's the thing, you know, is, is a lot of times that it's, it's, it's easy to happen. You know, I'll share a story with you, Nicole and everybody else that's similar. And it's, you know, my dad, you know, two years before he died was an alcoholic and it wasn't pretty. And as a kid, a lot of times, you know, I lived in fear um, and many other things. And, but two years before he died, he wanted to clean himself up and he did to a large degree. And luckily that happened because I have good memories of my dad. And the day before my dad died, that afternoon, that day, I just happened to be home. I, I, for whatever reason, didn't want to go to school. So I played sick, you know, like a lot of us did when we were kids. And my dad came to me at lunchtime and said, hey, do you want to go out and get some ice cream? And a big part of me wanted to do this, but I thought, you know, what held me back was I thought my mom would be upset with me going out, you know, when I'm supposed to be sick and all this. So I told my dad, no. And the next day, next morning, you know, I wake up to hearing, you know, my cries from my mom and my dad was dead in the bed. Uh, first thing in the morning. And I so for years, you know, kicked myself for not having that ice cream with my dad. Why didn't I go? Why didn't I go? But, you know, I finally realized, you know, that there was reasons why I didn't go. One of the reasons I didn't go is it was a slow process getting to love my dad because of all the years of uh, of tragedy with the alcohol. Um, and then, you know, so, but I know my dad doesn't want me to, to, um, and he's, he's right behind me. He's right here right now. I can feel his presence. Um, 
you know, a lot of times I don't say this on the air, but a lot of times I feel my dad touching me in the back while I do these radio programs. So, um, so, so no, you know, don't, we should, should not at all, um, you know, feel bad, you know, people pass cause it's their time and, uh, it's their time to go and it's none of our faults and, and they are happier than ever, happier than ever. And so, you know, and I know my, my dear friend, listener, Carol is listening right now in Pennsylvania. Hey, Carol. Um, and she, and, and her wonderful husband passed recently and which she has talked about on this show. And he, he had, um, Alzheimer's and, you know, now he's, he's got his full, you know, full, you know, functioning, uh, use of everything, you know, and he can run and he can, you know, do all these things that he did really young. And he's got his full memory and, and the love and he's, he's looking down at Carol and just, just, uh, uh, just, just, uh, so, you know, Carol, you know, you just need to be happy and know that he is just better than ever, better than ever. So, and, you know, and we all will be joining our loved ones soon, you know, really soon. I mean, so anyway, call on in if you would like to speak to me. 347-884-8245 is the number. This is a spiritual radio show. Let's go to Colorado and bring in my other friend, Crystal, to the show. Crystal says she's got great news to say today. Let's see what it is. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Michael. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? What's the good news? Well, I had my SSI hearing today for my epilepsy and my um anxiety and PTSD and mental issues. And, um, the, by the end of it, they had, they had completely ruled out any jobs that I could do with my diagnosis. And so I think, I I feel that there's a good chance that, um, I'm going to get approved for it. And he's, my attorney said that it could take up to five months, but I have a feeling with the way the judge was looking and with my case that I'm going to hear a whole, hear back a whole lot sooner than that. Well, awesome. Awesome. That's great news because, you know, my wife with the uh, lupus and so forth, she's disabled, fully disabled. And, and when she, when she got deemed that she couldn't do any of the jobs, like you said, um, hers was approved um, a couple of months later, um, so it sounds very similar to you know your situation. So um, yeah, right. so um, I would say you know three, two, three, four, five months, something like you know. But anyway, the good news is you know, and you know, since it's approved, it'll be um, you know retroacted back, or should be. But once you ever do, right. you know, get your first check. So, so that's something to be yeah, really happy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're um, trying to go back to 2014 with it. So, 
Oh, wow. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. And then hearing your stories and everything, I didn't realize just quite how much you and I had in common. Oh, what was that? What others? <laughs> what story um, did I say? Well, my dad passed away when I was 16. And um, my son was two and a half weeks old. I don't even personally, like myself, know if he ever actually held my son. And then my mom passed away when I was 25. And my mom went to jail for two years after, like a month after my dad died. So I pretty much lost my mom and my dad all at the same time. And then my mom was a severe alcoholic. I mean, since I was like 10 years old, um, about the time that my sister passed away, she became a severe, severe alcoholic. And um, there's lots of damage from that, but... She, that's ultimately what she passed from was um, her body was shutting down and she was on hospice because she um, drank too much. So oh, wow. we have quite a bit. Of, we have quite a bit in common. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Yeah. So wow, knowing that now, I can. You know, that's the thing is when you can find out. Stories. That's why, you know, you should never judge anyone unless you walk in their shoes. Because once you can find out stories about people and then you see, you know, like, you know, all the homeless I talk to and what their stories are. But, you know, you lost your parents really young. So now I know. And then your mom being, you know, a severe alcohol, you know, alcoholic. Um, so, you know, you've gone through a lot of the horrible things as kids and you know i remember you know when my dad would go out at night drinking and and as to show you how bad it was us kids would pray that he would not come back i mean that shows you how bad it must be i mean my kids would never do that of course you know uh, you know that just shows you it's got to be really bad if your kids are 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 praying for you not to come back my mom she my dad was abusive mentally and physically and then um so once I got to like age 13 she wouldn't let me stay home with him anymore because he just had this anger towards me and he would always lash out on me whenever it was just me and him so she said that I wasn't allowed to be home alone anymore or unattended with him and so she started taking me out to my friend's houses and she started buying the booze and the weed and she became my best friend instead of being my mom. And, um, then when she passed away, I was in a, um, in a rehab and they were supposed to let me go to her services because they knew she was on hospice. So it was court ordered by district judge for me to be able to go to her services and when she passed away, I was literally on my hands and knees for three days begging to go to her services, crying, begging, pleading the whole nine yards. And when it came down to it, the day before her services, they printed me out an obituary and said I couldn't go. Uh, wow. And so that, like, that made me shut down and they kicked me out of the rehab a week and a half later. And um, I ran for two weeks, and then I went to prison for 14 months, all 
because I couldn't handle my mom dying. Wow. Wow. What did you What did you go to prison for? Theft from a person. What did you say? Death. Theft from a person. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Theft. Okay. I was I I didn't steal anything personally. I was there when it oh. happened, and so oh, I got the charges for it. And three months after I went to prison, they made my charge um, from a felony uh, five to a misdemeanor three. Mm. So if it would have been three months later, I wouldn't have even gone to prison for it. Yeah. But everything happens for a reason because I tell you what, I, I found God while I was in prison and I found myself when I was in prison and I came out a better, stronger person. And I had lost full custody of my kids when I went to prison and they went to my father-in-law at the time. And six months after I got out of prison, I had full custody of my kids back and I've had it since. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. But yeah, you said that correctly. Yeah. We, you know, everything happens for a purpose, uh, for sure. There's, There's no doubt about it. So um, that's the other key, but you know, and it's sad that you know you go to prison for really sins of your parents. But you know, what were their parents like? You know, do they have bad parents too? There's a lot of times it just keeps you know going down the right. the you know down the tree. But um, but the good thing is that you and I, you know, we stop that you know, that pattern, you know, of doing mm-hmm. what our parents do, you know, so it stops with us. Um, and that's, right. the, you know, and that's the thing about, you know, people out there that feel like, well, you know, my parents did that, you know, they were drug addicts. I, you know, I guess I'm doomed to be a drug addict or an alcohol, you know, alcoholism. That's not true though. You can change no, it. And you, yeah. And you really need to change it for the, uh, for your kids' sake, otherwise, you know, they have a good chance of doing the same. So. Right. Yeah, I, I've stopped the cycle of quite a few things um, with my life, and I'm I'm getting ready to stop the cycle of another issue with my kids. But it's gone on for generations, and I'm getting ready to stop that too in December. So, I, I definitely. I've realized my uh, reason for, um, I guess, my life or the reason for all my trials and tribulations because I've I've learned from them and I've grown from them and I can I can help others through situations just like you do with the homeless. I, I my fiance gets mad at me because I was trying to take in everybody that I could that didn't have a house and. Um, it it was starting to cause problems, but I've finally realized exactly what the purpose of all these trials and tribulations had been for. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Um, You got that right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you can use that and we should use that to help others. Um, 
you know, you can help others with addiction and other things mm-hmm. that you, um, and, you know, and through, you know, my experiences, you know, and you know, just like I've been talking about for the past hour, helping others, you know, deal with loss, deal with feeling of guilt and not using that guilt, don't feel guilty, you know, and so, yeah, you, so, so, yeah, you're doing great, Crystal, you're really great, and, um, you know. Uh, and I know your parents are, you know, proud of you too. And they're so glad that you changed that cycle that, you know, they weren't strong enough to, to stop that cycle. I mean, they, you know, they wanted to, but they, they just weren't strong enough. Um, just like my dad, he was, he, he did about 75% stopped it. Um, you know, the last year and a half, two years, but, um, but I know he's really happy and that, you know, I've stopped it. My brother, he was an alcoholic for, gosh, 20 years, but he's clean now for probably 25 years. So he's, so my kids don't drink. Yeah, I'm, so it's good. I'm the only one out of uh, my siblings that actually, I guess, did what I needed to do. My, my oldest brother, granted, he went to CSU and, you know, he's he's got his college degrees and everything else like that. He's still a major alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't deal with things at all. And then my other brother, he just uh, attempted to try to kill someone and got 40 years in prison. Wow. wow. So it's just me out here trying to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're a great, great beacon for for hope, and you're doing great, and you know, doing great for your family. You're doing the right thing, so, and um, so I'm glad that we connected. I'm glad we're friends, and uh, so, and thanks for calling in tonight, Crystal. Yeah, thank I you. Appreciate it. All thank right, you, you take care of yourself. Everybody. Oh, I'm sure you yeah, did. You too. I'm sure you did. People will listen to this. So, all right. Much love to you, my friend. Take care. Good night. Good night. All right. See, I mean, and people will hear Crystal's story. I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee you, will hear Crystal's story, and get help from that. And how do I know that? Because in my ten years of doing this show, people after the show will write to me and they'll say, "Hey, what you said or what that caller said." really helped me. And that's one reason I, and I encourage my, um, you know, callers, if there's time to, you know, tell their stories and, you know, be a light for others and make that change in someone else's life, you know, be that change and, and, and help someone, um, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think back to um, one of, uh, let, let me think, I'm thinking back of a story that my very first letter I received, um, yeah, um, and because sometimes you can think that you're saying something and, and it has no effect, and my very first, about six months of doing this show, Journey Into the Light. Um, the first couple of years was just, just uh, really hard, 
very hard uh, because of people that had established shows. They they saw a lot of their audience coming to me, and they were so upset. and And they sent they sent a whole bunch of trolls after me, people to disrupt disrupt my show, to just basically give me a hard time, a really hard time. And and there, there got a point where. And this can show you how God works. And this is incredible, true story, okay? True story. There was an evening after about doing this show for about six months that I uh, was telling my wife that night, I said, hey, I said, I think I'm quitting the show tonight. This is my last show I did, I said. And she said, how could you do that? You love this show. You can't do that. And I said, I just can't take it anymore. All these people giving me a hard time, you know, people calling me at home. I mean, uh, it was unreal. People sending, you know, uh, just unbelievable. And that night I went to my computer and I received an email from a listener who I never heard of. Okay. This person, this is how, this is why I say the majority of people on these shows listen. They don't call in. They're not in the chat room. You don't know they're even there. Okay. And when I, I'm a big radio listener. When I listened to radio before I started being a radio host, I never did any of those things. I never called in. I never was in the chat room. All those things. Okay. So anyway, she wrote me a letter and she said, I want you to know how much your show has meant to me. She said, a couple of months ago, I was supposed to get married. And the week of uh, my wedding, my fiance died in a horrible car accident. And my whole dreams were shattered. And she said, I did not see a need to continue with my life. I just wanted to be with him. I just wanted to be with him. And she said, you know, somehow I found your show. And she said, I started listening in the archives during my lunchtime. Started listening during lunch in the archives. And she said, slowly it started to restore my will to live. And she says, I just want you know, to know now, I have regained my will to live. And I just want to thank you for that. And I remind you, this happened the night of... I was going to quit this show, Journey Into the Light, nine and a half years ago. Never forgotten that email from that person who I never, I never make contact with again. That was it. That was it. I don't believe in coincidences, guys. And there was God directing this person that tonight was the night to send Michael this email. Because if you don't, how many hundreds and thousands of people that across this nine and a half years would not get the help 
that they needed. Sure, there's other radio shows, but you know how it is. You connect to certain shows and other shows you you don't connect with. I'm the same way. So, and that's the same thing for people who who do uh, you know work in the in the um, spiritual field. People will connect with you, and others won't. So. So, but, um, but yeah, that was, uh, my, uh, first, uh, first six months doing this show nine and a half years ago. So God uses people in all different ways, um, to make a difference in others' lives. And it's, it's amazing when you sit back and you look at that and see of all the differences um that are made here we've we've been on air now for what um a little over an hour um and i've kind of gone over a little bit i was planning about an hour tonight so um but it's been really great taking all your calls telling all your stories sharing stories with all of you guys um and um but um let's not forget about the homeless mission love and action and tomorrow we'll have a whole group of of guests on here on the radio show on journey into the light And, um, hello, June, if you're there, I've had so much family come through here, which is great. Um, lately, Jerry's been coming through here and, uh, had some of my wife's family come through here on Facebook since I've been, um, using my wife's Facebook live button since mine's messed up um, whenever Facebook decides to fix it I don't know when but um, anyway um, anybody else that wants to call in let me know if you're wanting to call in this would be the time 347-884-8245 is the number and then press the one on your phone to come aboard. And it might be just about, I think we are. I think we have uh, reached all the callers here tonight. And my wife has made a beautiful tote bag, a beautiful tote bag. You know, my wife crochets, and that is going to be um, presented tomorrow for the mission. So, well, I'm going to wrap it up um, here tonight. 
And uh, we will see you all tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night. So thanks for being here, everybody. Have a good night. Send me comments on Facebook. Send me messages um, if you like. And we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everybody.